10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Happy New Year! Should old acquaintance be forgot and never brought to mind? Should old acquaintance be forgot in days of old lang syne? Happy New Year! Happy New Year! Now make sure that you play the beginning of the podcast at exactly 11.59 and 50 seconds before midnight. That's right. Now, this episode's coming out after midnight. Yes. And it's already 2020. So just hold on to this episode until 2021. (laughs) Yes. So this is our, our like, secret bonus fifth pot of Christmas. Yes. (laughs) So that's the big thing is, like... We had our whole cutesy little four pods of Christmas thing, which I'm calling cutesy because it was my idea. <laughs> and then it was Jessica who was like, I was like, well, and coming out of the four pods of Christmas, I was like, Jessica, you pick every song for January. Yeah, just- so we had we had actually discussed this before. I picked Seventeen Magazine, and before I did that, I was like, listen, I'm going to take over um, scheduling which episodes we do for the next, like, through February, basically. Right. So I picked Seventeen Magazine, and then we... Had already sort of decided. We had already kind of decided which Christmas episodes we were songs we were going to cover. Right. And then coming out of it, I had said I gave Danny a list. I was like, okay, here are the songs, and we're <laughs> going to do Old Lang Syne on New Year's because it's a New Year's song. And I kind of wasn't paying attention to what that means. <laughs> it means we did this whole little thing <laughs> for Christmas <laughs> with Christmas album songs, and it was like, oh, there's this other Christmas album song that yep. I guess is not a part of that, that we're technically ticking off. <laughs> and he's like, let's just do it next year. And I'm like, next year, the podcast won't come out on New Year's. Yeah, it'll come out on the second or something. Yeah. So, <laughs> this is like the Boxing Day of the Four Pods of Christmas. Which will probably which be what next we do year, next year. Because I think next year, the podcast comes out on Boxing yes. Day. Yes. <laughs> So, yes, because this week we are doing Old Lang Syne. And I don't consider this a Christmas song. I consider this a New Year's song because yeah. you always hear it on New Year's. That's true. I don't really consider it a Christmas song. So I guess of all the songs on Let It Snow, Baby, Let It Reindeer, this is kind of one we could easily do not at Christmas, not specifically for our yeah. Christmas promotion. But then last week... I was like, Jessica, I want to do this thing for the outro for the final four pot of Christmas, the fourth pot of Christmas. It's like, we're going to recreate the old Lang Syne thing. And she didn't remind me, I want to do old Lang Syne this week. So we put the whole thing together. And then it was like, is that weird now that we're doing it? No, it's not. We just, no one cares. I don't, <laughs> only we care. So Danny. Yeah. Best Reliant K album of the decade. Oh, wait. You have three to choose from. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you have... Air for free, collapsible lung, and K is for karaoke. Oh, yeah, not not yeah, air for free because not a lot of Reliant K content this decade. No, whereas the previous decade, yeah, the previous decade they had eight full length albums, and that's not even counting like all the EPs and Bird and the B sides. Wow, yeah, I mean it's it's clearly air for free. Yes, it's air for free. Yeah, (laughs) Uh, because. You know, because, you know, collapsible lung, that's debatable. Right. Just to some people. Others, it seems like no contest. 
in terms of not being a contender, right? And then, but then care for K for karaoke. I don't know, just something about cover albums. Right. It seemed less, more like a novelty, more like a side thing. Yeah. We haven't even done a care for karaoke. We haven't even considered them. And we're thinking about just doing them as Patreon exclusives because yeah. we're not as interested in K for karaoke tracks. Not to say we won't do them as regular episodes, but I'm making it about us. It's not about <laughs> us. It's about Reliant K in this last decade. So yeah, clearly Air for Free is the best album of their decade of that decade. A best song of the decade is a little more difficult because you do have, you know, the time lover. Yeah. (laughs) You've got the the creepy er EP -er and you've got, you know, um, the what was the Valentine's Day EP called? Now I can't remember. uh, Happy Valentine's. (laughs) We're relying K and we're here to give you candy hearts. We are Reliant K fans. Yeah, I think it's called... <laughs> I know the song's called Candy Hearts, but is the EP called Candy Hearts? All I can think about is Friday the 13th and February the 14th EPs, but that's Right, because that's what... Because... Yeah. That's what the, oh, the vinyls are The called. vinyl has different names, but it's called Truly Madly Deeply. That's right, because we went over this already, because I was so sad that they didn't actually do a cover of Savage Garden's Truly Madly Deeply. <laughs> right. And I was upset that they didn't do a cover of the band Candy Hearts. I don't know. <laughs> Not really. So, old Lang Syne. Old Lang Syne. 2019 is over. 2020 is here. Yeah. A whole new decade. A decade with hope and promise. With hopefully more than two or three Reliant K albums. Yeah. In the next 10 years. I would take just one Reliant K album at this point. (laughs) (laughs) And there'll be the the greatest hits. The That's right. All work and no playlist. That's right. We're waiting for that. That's going to be... In the next decade now. Yeah. Yeah. Exciting stuff. So, uh, I, we don't have... Oh, we do have some top of the show business. Oh, that's right. I'm we almost do. forgetting. <laughs> we do have one voicemail. And it goes back to last week's uh, song from the fourth pot of Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. Uh, I had said something to the extent of like, hey, if any... Family members of, um, what was his name? Arthur Morgan? No, that's Red Dead Redemption, too. Uh, what's his name? Um, something Arthur? Well, we'll find out. Because wouldn't you believe it? I said, like, if any descendants of the guy who wrote We Wish You a Merry Christmas are out there. Oh, I remember why. Because I was always under the assumption that every song from Deck the Hall and Bruise Your Hands is royalty is uh right not royalty free what do you call it uh open concept now you've confused me (laughs) (laughs) we're starting this year off right open concept um (laughs) public domain oh there you go yeah public domain (laughs) so i thought that we wish you a merry christmas was a public domain song but then you started talking all about the history of uh the guy who wrote it and it was from the right. 30s and who it was you know registered to and i'm like well then why is it a traditional song right well here we go let's hear this voicemail from <laughs> this descendant of now the google translate is all over the map it's a descendant of arthur's disney world <laughs> good morning stadium hawkins let's hear what they actually have to say Good morning, Sadie Hawkins. Uh, this is Ernest P. Whirl 
descendant of Arthur Sidney Worrell, the writer of We Wish You a Merry Christmas. Yes, this song was passed down through generations to me. And hey, Vern, this song rocks ass. (laughs) (laughs) So I guess it's still... So I guess Ernest P. Worrell, Arthur Worrell, that was Whirl. his name, and Ernest E. Worrell is his descendant, and that's totally not our friend David Park. <laughs> not at all. I don't know what you're talking Which about. Which is why it's hilarious that the Google Translate was like, this is a descendant of Arthur Disney World. Yes, I saw that, because I wa- I just read through the first thing of the Google Translate, and it's I was like, oh, like... this must be David Park calling, because he's talking about Disney World. Yeah. <laughs> no, it wasn't David Park, I'm saying... Oh, that's right. It Sorry. was Ernest, it's Ernest World. World. Yeah. So thank you very much, Ernest. It's it's probably our oldest listener. It must be our oldest listener, right? Yeah, yeah. We know we have we have a few youngsters that listen, but oh, it's good if, to know that oh. we connect with the with the great generation as well. Yeah. Well, what maybe that might have been a young person and a young oh. descendant, and I just embarrassed them. I'm very sorry, Ernest. <laughs> oh, his name's Ernest. Now I get the ending. <laughs> okay. So there's that. Um, <laughs> And then we do have one email. Oh, nice. And this is from Laura J. Richardson. It says, hello, I would like to get to know you better. <laughs> Tell me, what do you value most about people? And I was like, wow, that they're, L- L- Laura Richardson's really, really going for the, the, the deep stuff with yeah. us. They're not just like, what do you like about Reliant K? They yeah. want to know, what do you like most about, value most about people? I mean, that's a hard-hitting question Honesty, right there. Honesty, kindness. Absolutely. Right? Um, but before we, you know, really delve into that, Laura emailed back again, uh, a couple days later and said, hi, I know this is totally random, but I would be interested in discussing an opportunity worth 2 million USD. This oh, is wow. for real. Oh, wow. Wow. So, Hey, this podcast is going pretty well. <laughs> is, is she like a representative at CCM or something? Are they, are they willing to <laughs> like bring dream. us into their podcast? That's your network? dream. Jessica yeah. wants to be part of the CCM <laughs> podcast network. <laughs> They would never accept. Do they us. have a podcast network? I don't know. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll be the flagship ground level <laughs> podcast. So yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I should click. You know how Google has automated answers. It's just oh, no. sure. What's up? Yes, I would be interested. I'm not interested. Yikes. But I like how you know they're like, hey, what do you value most about people? And I don't reply. And they're like. Then they reply and they're like, hey, I got two million bucks for you. <laughs> and I'm like, whoa, now I feel guilty I didn't answer well, your first just, question. Dan, you have to ride this out. Wait until they up the ante. Wait until yeah. they get to like four million and then you can email them back. I should reply to this. Just let me say it so everyone knows I'm not an idiot. This obvious <laughs> spam thing we got to our email. I should reply and say, could you make it 2.2 million? I don't want to be greedy, <laughs> but... You know, there's taxes. Listen, if you want this content and content as part of your <laughs> podcast network. You know what I value most in people, Laura? People who give me a little bit more than $2 million. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's so that's top of the show business. So, <laughs> Old Lang Syne. Do you have a favorite version of Old Lang Syne, Danny? I do not. You don't? I found some other versions by bands that I like that I kind of didn't realize existed yeah. in doing my research for this. But no, I don't know a lot about Old Lang Syne, and I don't spend a lot of time thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> Every year I'm like, yeah, may old acquaintance be forgot. 
I always thought that seemed like a rough he line. He rubbed his chin yeah. and, and like as he said that, yeah. very like deep in thought. Yeah. So this is a slightly different format than we normally have because since this isn't like this is like a kind of toss away funny song, right? Let's talk about Reliant K's take on this track before we get into larger things with Old Lang Syne, right? Like this is essentially a, a like a style parody yes. of the Beach Boys yes. and how the Beach Boys closed one of their Christmas albums and they did it the same way with this Christmas album. Um, it's just an acapella version of Old Lang Syne. And then the, you, if you listened last week to the end of the podcast or saw when we posted our parody, our parody of it, you know, Old Lang Syne and it fades down and then they talk over it and thank you for listening to the album. And then that's it, right? So because it's kind of like a throwaway, fun, like goofy song, there aren't a lot, there aren't covers. Actually, there's one cover. <laughs> I couldn't believe yep, there's I found one, one cover. cover. There's not like a ton to talk about. We found, I found a little bit more than I was like worried. We don't, we found more than we thought. But it's, it's like, pretty. It's yeah. a very pretty version, the acapella. They're doing the Beach Boys thing. I actually think they do it better than the Beach Boys did yes. it, to be honest. Like, I, there's two versions of the Beach Boys doing this. There's the one where it has the thing where they break it down, and I don't uh, Dennis or... Yeah, Dennis. Yeah. We'll, does, listen, we'll actually listen to them, although on YouTube, it'll get us covered. Yeah. For, for, I'm sure. <laughs> but let's talk about the Reliant K version a little bit more. So, yeah, they do it better. They're basically referencing parodying paying tribute to the beach boys and there's two versions there's there's two versions that reliant k have yes there's the one on deck the hall bruise your hands where uh brian Pittman says the outro stuff right and we'll play that in a second and then there's the version that most people would be familiar with now from let snow baby let it rain deer where brian had left the band by then so Matt and Matt redo it. And we when we parodied Old Lang Syne last week, that's the version we went for. Mm-hmm. I actually had forgotten. I think I knew years ago. I, I knew I didn't I knew years ago that the version on Deck the Hall Bruise Your Hands was Brian. But I mean I hadn't thought of that since like two thousand four. Oops. <laughs> oh man, what are my resolutions? Off the year right. <laughs> One of my resolutions not to have my phone on already failed. So yeah, I had heard like the Brian version in like 2003 or something, and then never really listened to it ever again. Never got to the end of that CD, but right. got to the end of Let It Snow, Baby, Let It Reindeer all the time. So last week when we were doing our parody of it, it was me trying to look up a quick like you know see if someone had typed up the words of the Matt and Matt version. Mm-hmm. And mostly online on lyrics websites, all you get is the Brian Wet version. And I was like, oh, what's yeah. this? I was so confused. I'm like, wait, oh yeah. And then I went and I played it. And I'm like, Jessica, listen to this. Did you realize this? Yes. You did realize it? Yes. Okay. So I did. I had totally forgotten about it for, well, we're in 2020 now. So for 17 years, I completely forgotten. You saying that, though, just made me realize I did not do a deep dive this week. On the song in general? On the, on, I, I've got a little bit of the history of the song in general, but not Reliant K-specific history. Okay. But I know that you've got something pretty interesting that you're going to bring to the table in a little bit. So that kind of counts for that. Okay. So let's, uh, real, so let's start out. I think we'll... Listen to the full Brian version because it's the version that's not available on streaming or anything anymore. And then we'll play the Matt and Matt talking part. Should old 
should we talk over should we talk <laughs> over it to avoid copyright strikes my dear my dear <laughs> to avoid a copyright <laughs> strike, strike. <laughs> From Go T Records Publishing Company. We love you. (laughs) Okay, so here comes the Brian part. Actually, before we get, sorry to be a tease, but before we get to the Brian talking part, I do have stuff I want to talk about for this first part, right? Okay. So they do two rounds of the song. Yes. Right? Uh, I don't know keys and I don't know pitches or whatever. <laughs> I'm not Danosaurus. He can let us know. But like, you know, it starts out at sort of a, like a normal key, right? Mm-hmm. And then they finish that one and then they go up or they kind of go down. What do they do? They kind of go, hold on, it's right here. No copyright intended. There we go. Four. So they're like, they're setting up this nice little thing. It's like, I don't know, it's nice, right? It's nice. Because it's like the first. It's pleasing to the ear. Yeah. And then one thing that they do is that they do basically the whole track. And then the talking part is a repeat of the second half of the track, basically. And I found this out when we did our parody last week. Because I was like, oh, are we going to just have to use the first part because they're ta- they're singing over... Mm, right, the yeah. F- no, but I realized, no, they actually do the, f- the first part sung in sort of a m- normal key. Then they do their little acrobatic section and then they <laughs> kind of sing it lower, higher, whatever. And yes. then they're done. And basically the song's done at that point. But they just repeat it one more time so that they're right. the talking. Which is not what the Beach Boys do when we get to the Beach Boys version. So now here is the actual Brian speaking part. Hi, this is Brian, and speaking for the rest of the guys, I'd like to say that it has been a great pleasure for all of us to bring you this Christmas album. We hope you will treasure it the way that we do, and if you happen to be listening to this album right now, Dave, Matt, Matt, and I would like to wish every one of you a very Merry Christmas, and we hope that the new year brings you as much happiness as this year has brought us. Thank you very much. So, so when Brian did this in 2003, it was a word-for-word recreation of the Beach Boys version, which we're still going to play, but we'll play that in a minute. Um, And it's funny because he even does this little stumble, Mm -hmm. right? Which you brought over. Which I brought over. Which the Matts don't do. Yes, we did a Matt version. We did the (laughs) Matt version. And I was like, well, I want that stumble. So I purposely added the stumble in our Sadie Hawkins pod version. Um, it's so funny because, I don't know, Brian's got this, like, smile in his voice. Like, <laughs> hey, everybody, it's me, the guy that doesn't never sings on the albums. Because <laughs> I don't think Brian ever did vocals. Mm. I had to double check the credits, but, I mean, he never had a microphone in front of him when he would play with the band. Dave had a microphone, and he's the drummer, right? So, just a little bit, just, just a little thing. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, did you have anything else you want to say about Brian? Doing this track? No, yeah. I did not. It's good stuff. It's good stuff. It's funny. Um, then, yes, then we'll play the Matt's version of their speaky part. Hi, this is Matt, 
and Matt from Reliant K. And speaking for the rest of the guys, we want to thank you for listening to our Christmas record and let you know that we had a lot of fun putting it together. We also want to wish you a lovely holiday season, and we hope that this new year fills your life with love, your heart with hope, and our world with peace. Thank you very much. So that's the Matt's version. So they just kind of rewrote their own little thing, right? And it kind of makes sense that it's the Matt's, right? Yeah. And, uh... Because that's all Reliant K is now. Right. Like, they kind of had the forethought to be like, people are coming and going from the band. <laughs> this is even before Dave left, I think. So it's like, they're like, maybe we shouldn't have anyone other than Matt and Matt be the people, you know, given the special outro. Um, I also want to mention from our parody version that we did last week, Jessica's little laugh. <laughs> that Matt Thiessen does. Jessica recreated that <laughs> laugh. She did it perfectly. <laughs> Jessica's laugh was one for one. <laughs> we also want to thank you. For <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's so good. I um, missed the end part a little bit. I tried to keep his cadence, but I sort of lost it halfway through, but I was very happy to nail that first bit. Yeah. So now let's talk about the Beach Boys version that they basic, that they based this off of. I had listened to it last week, uh, but then I, in preparation for this, but then Jessica and I listened to it together, and for some reason listening to it then, I'm like, ooh, the Beach Boys are kind of flat. Yes, yeah, the one where they talk, they're kind of flat, and then there's another one where there's no talking, and that's, that's really nice, and I think that they do add something to the vocals, like a little reverb or something maybe that they left out of yeah. the like original, original version. I don't think we'll play the other version, but there is... So Old Lang Syne is from the Beach Boys Christmas album. It's just called the Beach Boys Christmas album. Uh, the version that's on Spotify that we listen to is 1991 Remix. And then also on Spotify is this thing called the... Beach Boys, Old Lang Syne, Alternate Take. And yeah, it's called the Beach Boys Christmas Harmonies is the album it's on. I'm sure there's much more to the history of Beach Boys releases or whatever, maybe for this track. But the one that has... Uh, who, Which Beach Boy? Dennis. The Dennis, one that has Dennis yeah. speaking on it is on the actual album. And I don't know what this alternate take is, but it doesn't have any of the speaking over it. And it seems like maybe there was some like... Either either it was... Here's the thing. <laughs> the Beach Boys song, we listen to it with headphones or good speakers. They're, like, way flat. They're, like, not quite doing their harmonies very well. It's probably, you know, it's like there was no digital trickery back then, you know? Mm-hmm. You didn't have, like, separate channels and then go in and do auto-tune. Like, you know, just subtle auto-tune so it doesn't sound digital and stuff. There was none of that stuff back then. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure there were some sort of, like, post tuning mechanisms but maybe for a harmony song with like so many intricate levels like they couldn't do that so they just had to do it live it's probably a live recording whereas the and then we have a breakdown by mark lee townsend for the reliant k version that we're gonna listen to and i haven't watched that but i'm assuming that there's probably a lot of like digital retuning and being careful about how things are laid out yeah things are probably tracked separately the beach boys thing i don't know i didn't look into it but it could have been sung live together all of them together or it could have been tracked or it could have been like multiple harmony you know two sets of harmonies done at different times whatever just but just to say that the, the beach boys version does not sound great in the actual singing but let's skip ahead to where dennis comes in Oh, and I mentioned this before, 
but they do two rounds of the song as Reliant K. The Beach Boys don't even do that. They just get right to the talking. be forgot yeah <laughs> that's the it gets a little rough after the talking part also there's multiple there's just things i thought about with when when they rewrote when reliant k rewrote the speaking part for the current christmas album it kind of made it timeless they're like hey we're reliant k and we enjoyed putting this together and we hope you have a lovely year filled with mm-hmm. love and all these wonderful things but the Beach Boys, and by extension, the first Reliant K version, is very temporal. It's very, like, in its place. It's like, hey, we had a great year this year, in 1968 <laughs> or whatever. We hope you have a great year in 1969. You know, they don't actually say the years, but they're, like, very specific to the time that they're living in. You know what right. I mean? And uh, they're not speaking in a larger sense of hope you are happy. They're like, we had, you know, we, we, we had a great, I don't know. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. And then the other thing is... He says, if you happen to be listening to this album right now, and I'm just like, (laughs) if they're hearing you talk, they're listening to the album. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Cut, take two. Yeah, like, it's just such such an odd, like, it kind of makes sense maybe when you say it, but maybe this was, like, the only take that Danny did for the Beach Boys. I think so. Because it's like, if you happen to be listening to the album right now, it's like if a tree falls in the woods, you know? (laughs) But trees fall in the woods without people there. Nobody would hear him say that unless they're listening to the album or our podcast. Do you know what I think we really missed out on? What? Not having Denny do this. Because Denny did the Beach Boys. So why didn't Denny do ours? Oh, Denny could have showed up and talked about his favorite (laughs) Beach Boy, Denny. Denny. Should I call him up? <laughs> Do you want to? Do you have his number? Is, well, he, is he ready? I know. What time is it in Australia? It's already January 2nd where he is. <laughs> true. True. Good day. It's me, Dinny. Oh, wow. That was fast. I didn't even know you were placing the call. Hi, hi, Dinny. Um, hello. Hello. <laughs> Do you like that? I'm working on me British accent. <laughs> You sounding great, Timmy. Good job. I'm getting for a role in a British movie shooting here in Wadonga. <laughs> Got to go. Thanks, Denny. Oh, oh, wow. That was so fast. <laughs> Denny's much better at voices than me. I got to say, that was a pretty good impression of a British person, Denny. It was. Yeah. So Good stuff. Old Lang Syne. <laughs> So, oh, also, when I looked for the Brian Reliant K version, it's uploaded by Goatee Records Official, right? Which, you know, it's funny. In 2016, 
they must have been like, oh, we should put this version because it's on Deck the Hall, Bruce yeah. Hands, but it's not on streaming on Spotify right. or Apple or anything. But it's called Relying K Old Lang Question <laughs> Mark. That's what it's called. Look. Oh, yeah. Like they had a problem with the word sign. I don't know. And then that's actually. Oh, ooh, sorry. And then that's what they call it. Well, they, 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 on the screen in the YouTube image, it says song Old Lang. It doesn't say Old Lang Zine. Interesting. Yeah. What's up with that goatee records? I know. Hit us up. Yeah. At Sadie Hawkins spot on Twitter and Instagram. <laughs> or give us a phone call at 402-95-SADIE. Or uh, email us, uh, sadiehawkinspot at gmail.com. Yeah. We're asking for you, goatee records in general. The personification <laughs> yes. of goatee records. <laughs> the little the little guy with the baggy pants. Mr. Goatee. Logo. Mr. Goatee. Give us a call. So did you have anything else to say about the Reliant K version? Not about the Reliant K version. I do have some history to read of uh, the song. Nice. History is fun. <laughs> Wait, I also have the Mark Lee Townsend video. You want to oh, watch? Oh, yes. Let's do that. Let's listen to some of the Mark Lee Townsend video. It's six minutes and 30 seconds. And he mentions in here that there's a video somewhere where he breaks out the stems of 12 Days of Christmas. And oh, I was like, man. really? But I didn't find that on YouTube. Oh. So I don't know what happened there. But let's listen to him break out... Old Lang Syne. Uh, you know how to make it fun. Trying to try to be creative with it, um, and and I, I, as I showed on the last thing, I found the notes. A lot of the, the notes that we had come up with working on the uh, the, the project. These are this initial uh, notes from Twelve Days of Christmas. But it's funny because it's it's got all of Matt Teeson's doodlings. He he he's a compulsive doodler in the studio. It's hilarious stuff. Uh, you know, you can look here. There's like cartoon doodles he do this stuff so matt tisa is just a doodling fiend look at this he's like in the studio and he's just like doodling on the yellow notepad it looks like big bird or a horse head or something oh yeah i don't know what that is oh it's a guy oh yeah that's oh, those are hands interesting why doesn't matt Tyson's cartooning ever show up on yeah Marilyn K just john that warren I know of? yeah just john warren that's right I mean, yeah, Kurt Cobain used to put his artwork on, like, you know, Nirvana CDs and promotions. Uh, anyway, let's hear him talk about the song. Everybody in the band were really Beach Boys fans, especially and obviously, in his writing. And um, and I definitely am, too. Uh, always appreciate just the blend the Beach Boys had and just those wonderful falsetto harmony parts and... Uh, so Matt got the idea. is like, um, you know what? Uh, the Beach Boys did a Christmas album back in the day, and they covered Old Lang Syne. And even though I don't think they did the arrangement, I think the arrangement was done. I don't know the gentleman's name, but it was clearly a jazz a jazz person. Um, but the Beach Boys did this uh, version of Old Lang Syne, and we were just really blown away by it. And so it's like, well, why don't we do that? Well, uh, easier said than done, because first off, it was a mono recording, and so you got five parts going uh and all clustered together in these jazz cluster chords and uh it literally took me a day on my own sitting with a piano and just playing it over and over and trying to track the parts because they're weaving all around each other as you'll hear interesting see so it took a little bit more work than you yeah, think yeah yeah yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I started this episode off by saying this was kind of like a throwaway song. Right. And I think in the sense, it was like, here's just a fun little thing. I thought it was acapella. It is acapella. It is acapella. But I think he's talking about tracking the vocal chords. Oh, like, okay. Like, actually, like, the melodies, because 
yeah, like they got to lay them all out. He said it's a mono recording, the original one, which makes me think even more that they just like actually did it live. And, yeah. You know, in that take. Yeah. You know what I mean? That there's no editing involved in the Beach Boys version. But also interesting to learn that there is, that it's not their arrangement, apparently. Mm-hmm. Like to actually, for the song to be specifically the way it is, that it's like an old jazz version. Because if you listen to Old Lang Syne by almost any other band, it's not the the going up and down in the second part and all that. That's unique to this version. And that's part of the reason why there's no covers, per se, of Reliant K's version. Because there are Beach Boys covers, mm-hmm. and I could have just played those. But I was like, let's have a cover-free episode. Because <laughs> it is the new year. And we got drinking to do. Because... <laughs> Wait, it's, it's New Year's, New Year's Day. Day. Yeah, you know, when you get drunk on New Year's Day. <laughs> this uh this this actually might be one of our shortest. Yeah, we'll see how this goes. <laughs> uh one of the hardest things I've ever done as a producer was trying to find the parts and figure out the parts on Beach Boys Old Lang Syne. And we did it and then just proceeded to assign the parts once we had them figured out and charted, uh, assign them to the right singers. And Matt Thiessen has the real high, airy, uh, Brian Wilson-type falsetto. Just nails it, as you'll hear on this stuff. That's right. This is another falsetto Thiessen. Yeah. Which is one of my favorite parts about P- Part-Time Lover, right? <laughs> That's right. I love, I, love the, I love the falsetto in that, so... I guess if uh, I ever feel too uh, too dirty listening to Part Time Lover, <laughs> I can come back and listen to Old Lang Syne. Um, and then Dave did a lot of the middle things, uh, middle parts. He had just a nice tone in that area. And Hoops is a bass singer. I mean, he he is at the end of the day, and so he has this rich low into his voice. So he was logical to do the Mike Love parts. So anyhow. Uh, and, and what's interesting on the original Old Lang Syne Beach Boys thing is that Dennis Wilson, who was not really a strong singer, but obviously one of the Wilson brothers, that's why he played drums with the Beach Boys, uh, he did a speaking part in the middle. And so we figured, okay, in Reliant K at the time, Brian, their bass player, was not really a strong singer. Told you. Mark Lee Townsend <laughs> confirms my suspicions. As a matter of fact, I don't even know if he ever wanted to sing. I mean, I don't think he enjoyed singing whatsoever. And we go, hey, we'll give Dennis's speaking part in the middle to Brian. Uh, so, and he did it. He nailed it. Uh, even, the, even the section where Dennis Wilson stumbles on his, on his words. It's pretty hilarious. So, uh, anyhow, so I'm going to go ahead and open this for you. I'll, I'll show Mark Lee Townsend's such a happy guy. He's really, like, he I'm is, having a great time. Like a I'm time. just talking. I love having you guys here in the room. <laughs> is the moon made of spare ribs? <laughs> He's Harry Carey. He is. He's <laughs> a little bit more coherent than yes. Harry Carey. <laughs> but he's just like, happy to be he's here. a nice, guy. positive guy. I love yeah. it. I'll show you uh, some of the different parts as it goes through and I'll, I'll sew up some little sections here and I'll show you, uh, show you where Brian did his thing. So this is old Lang Syne, uh, Reliant case covering the beach boy scene. So looking at the screen, there's like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. It looks like there's eight vocal tracks, like wow. eight separate tracks, unless there's four and those are stereo. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I definitely don't know if this is Pro Tools or whatever. Even if I did know it was Pro Tools, I wouldn't know how it works. Yeah. I'm just saying, looking at this timeline. <laughs> we had to learn Pro Tools up. in college, but we I did, don't yeah. remember it no. at all. 
Here we go. You'll hear Tison count it off on the front, and then you'll hear it kick in. Oh, that's interesting. One, yeah. two, three. Acquaintance before God and Starts two parts. You can hear hoops on the low part. Now this is slick. They should have brought uh, Tyson's dad in. Yeah. Some some liars. <laughs> Good old acquaintance. <laughs> That's four parts there. Four parts. So he said there's four parts going here. See, I know how to count. <laughs> <laughs> he nails the Brian Wilson thing. Listen to hoops. <laughs> That's cool. That's Dave Douglas. It sounds like there's some auto tuning going yeah. on, right? I mean, this song kind of has an auto tune sound to it. Yeah. I didn't mention that before, but it definitely has a sort of digital compressed mm -hmm. vocal sound to it. Now we sang it again, and here's Brian speaking. This is Brian, and speaking for the rest of the video. <laughs> I'm the only one looking at the video, but Mark <laughs> started laughing. And I'm laughing at his laughing. Best of the guys, I'd like to say that it has been a great pleasure for all of us to bring you this Christmas album. We hope you will treasure it the way that we do. And if you ha happen to be listening to this album right now, Dave, Matt, Matt, and I would like to wish every one of you a very Merry Christmas. I would love it if Brian's version, he's like, Dave, Matt, 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 Dave, Matt, Matt, <laughs> yeah. Matt, me, Dave, and Matt. I don't know. And we hope that the new year brings you as much happiness as this year has brought us. Thank you very much. And then it comes back up. <laughs> Jessica. Jessica's doing a lip sync right now. That's basically what Mark's doing in the video. <laughs> That's our Lion King cover of uh, Beach Boy's version of Old Lang Syne. So, um, yeah, just uh, that was really fun. We, we basically just had each guy double his part, so it sounded nice and thick. And uh, that's about it. It just, the, the arrangement, whoever did it, I don't even know who did it back in the day. Really cool. So anyhow, Merry Christmas, everybody. And uh, I'll catch you next time around at Sussa Studio. Have a good one. Thanks very much, Mark. Thanks for coming by Sadie Hawkins Pod. <laughs> it was so nice to have you. Good luck getting, you know, to LAX. We don't have time to take you down there. <laughs> Cold. <laughs> Cold. Oh, fine. We'll order you a lift. A, a shared lift. So anyway. So yeah, that's interesting. That's yeah. fun. Uh, I think they do they do use some sort of reverb or doubling or something yeah. on that second version of the Beach Boys because right. it has that same sound. Now it's not that like auto tuney like digital sound, right. but there is a reverberation in the in the vocals. Well, here let me play what's called on Spotify, and I don't know the whole history of different versions that might exist, but this is just called Beach Boys Old Lang Syne Alternate Take. Sure. 
Yeah, there's definitely some reverb yeah. happening there. Let's see if that's existing in the. Oh no, it's there's some yeah there's some a stuff little, there. but it's it sounds clean. richer. It sounds more yeah. room, it sounds more like a room. Yeah, there's a weird cut at the beginning. Did you hear that? Let me play that one more time. Here's, listen to this. You hear that? Oh yeah. Oh, like yeah. I don't know. I mean, that could be hu- that a human voice is capable of doing that odd cut. That it's like a it's like it's like the the note just raises immediately. Yeah. It like yeah. So I don't know. Maybe there's a lot. Maybe there was a lot of editing going on, and maybe that's why it doesn't sound great in the final version. Look at us criticizing the Beach Boys, <laughs> but refusing to criticize Reliant K. <laughs> So um, here's the only, and we're kind of not in our normal format tonight, but here's our the only cover specifically I found labeled as a Reliant K cover of Old Lang Syne. This is by Max Mark Keeve on SoundCloud. Uh, and this is their cover, and they just have a picture of Grumpy Cat in a <laughs> Santa costume. The, grump, the, nice. late, the late Grumpy Cat. Oh. Oh, R.I.P. Grumpy Cat. R.I.P. Grumpy Cat. Now there's definitely some auto tune going yeah, on. Yeah, there's this a one. lot going on. And they also he also picked up the pace. Yeah. He's got an accent and I'm wondering if where he's from, but I don't know if I can figure that out on SoundCloud. Yeah. Language English, that's all I know for sure. So anyway, that's Max Mark Keeve. And then he doesn't do any speaking in the version. But now we found out that that's not really Reliant K's song. It's not even the Beach Boys song. Yeah. It's some old jazz guy that nobody remembers. <laughs> it's like when you see a cover of Baby by Justin Bieber, but it's covered, it's labeled Reliant K cover, Baby. <laughs> it's like, no. Um, so yeah. So that's our talk about... Pop music? Like, <laughs> pop music. That's us talk about pop music. So did you want to talk about the Old Lang Syne uh, song in general? I sure. would definitely want to hear some stuff about this. So it's a Scots language poem written by Robert Burns in 1788. And in Scotland, it's pronounced with an S rather than a Z. So Old oh. Lang Syne instead of Old Lang Syne. Oh, okay. But it's still spelled Syne. But yes. everyone pronounces it sign more modernly. Right. It is uh, traditionally used to bid farewell to the old year at the stroke of midnight on New Year's Eve. Mm. By extension, it is also sung at funerals, graduations, oh. and as a farewell to ending other occasions. That's, yeah, interesting. Why maybe, maybe like in Scotland, they're like, goodbye, old friend, let us forget oh, you. Yeah. <laughs> It's like the, the, you know, the wedding song was not originally written to be like the Here Comes the Bride. The song Here Comes the Bride, this is not a Here Comes the Bride podcast, but my understanding (laughs) is that when it was originally written. It is now. It wasn't like the lyrics Here Come the Bride were added later from the song that was originally written. Do you know what it originally was? Or just... I do not originally. You want me to do that deep dive while you continue (laughs) to read there? Um... Uh, It's also used to close functions and jamborees and other such things. Um, The poem's Scots title may be translated into standard English as Old Long Since, or more, 
idiomatically long, long ago, days gone by, or old times. Consequently, for old Lang Syne, as it appears in the first line of the chorus, might be loosely translated as for the sake of old times. Oh. Can I cut in real quick? Sure. And say that bridal chorus, also known as Here Comes the Bride on Wikipedia, does not present any proof to what I just claimed. (laughs) I might be thinking of some other song. Some other thing entirely. Uh, the fr- and that's why I do the deep dives. I know. <laughs> the phrase Old Lang Syne is also used in similar poems by Robert Ayton, 1570 to 1638, Alan Ramsey, 1686 to 1757, and James Watson, 1711, as well as older folk songs predating Burns. Uh, Matthew Fitt uses the phrase in the days of Old Lang Syne as the equivalent of Once Upon a Time in his retelling of fairy tales in the Scots language. Okay. So Robert Burns, who is credited as writing the poem, sent a copy of the original song to the Scots Musical Museum with the remark, the following song, an old song of the olden times, which has never been in print, nor even in manuscript until I took it down from an old man. Some of the lyrics were indeed collected rather than composed by the poet. The ballad Old Lang Syne, printed in 1711 by James Watson, shows considerable similarity to the first verse and the chorus to Burns's later poem, and is almost certainly derived from the same old song. To quote the first stanza of the James Watson ballad, should old, do. <laughs> should old acquaintance be forgot and never thought upon, the flames of love extinguished and fully passed and gone. Oh, is thy heart is thy heart now <laughs> grown so cold that loving breast of thine that thou canst never once reflect on old lang syne? Chorus on old lang syne, my Joe, on old lang syne, <laughs> that thou canst never once reflect on old lang syne. Yeah, Joe. It is, fair, it is fair supposition to attribute the rest of the poem to Burns himself. It's just sort of that first that first verse there. Okay. There is some doubt as to whether the melody used today is the same one Burns originally intended, but it is widely used in Scotland and in the rest of the world. So I didn't talk about the lyrics of this song in general, but yeah, I was never like totally understood like may old acquaintance be forgot and never brought to mind. It's like, well, what did they do? You know yeah. what I mean? That was always sort of my thing. Like, like I get the idea. Toss out the old friends. Yeah, toss about them. It's all about the new ones. Because I get because I think the sentiment is essentially like take your old things, take your old laundry, and toss it out, and just think of the new things, right? Like that's you know that's that's good. That's a nice thing to think like. Old stuff, the stuff that's holding you back, get rid of it, right? Right. But to just say, may old acquaintance be forgot and never brought to mind. That's the that's the opposite of the Girl Scout creed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Make new friends, but keep the old. One is silver, the other gold. Yeah. A circle is round. It has no end. That's how long I want to be your friend. <laughs> that's wonderful. That should be the song that we sing at the end of every year. <laughs> Which friend is silver? Which friend is gold? Who knows? I don't know. It's something I've thought about late at night sometimes. Oh. Well, wait. What's the order? <laughs> Say one. Say Make no- new friends, uh-huh. but keep the old. One is silver. The other gold. Then I think the new, the old friends are gold. Mm-hmm. If you just think about yeah, the right. latter and the former in that sense, what they you know the order in which they mention them. Well, I'm so glad that you solved that for me, Dan. I have no reason to lay awake at night anymore. Oh, good. 
contemplating me. Kicking me. (laughs) So, yeah. um, Do you want to know what Wikipedia has to say about the lyrics? Because, full disclosure, I'm, like, taking this from the Wikipedia. Right, but let me, before you say, I do want to hear that, but let me just say this in case it's in there. Especially the older lyrics, the like the the part of the lyrics that aren't used anymore to say like the the, the flame of love extinguished, like geez. Well, that was from the original poem, that's right. Not carried over, right? But it's just funny that it, it doesn't make it sound like a hopeful, optimistic thing for the new year. It makes it sound like you you like you had like something's dead and gone, and now the new year is <laughs> coming apart. You know, it's weird, and it also made me think. And this is so random, but it made me think of. A similar, a similar poem that I could never quite understand the meaning of, and that's uh, the Team Rocket introduction poem when Team Rocket <laughs> first appears in any episode of Pokemon, when they're like to denounce the evils of truth and love. I was like, what does that mean? What truth? Because I get it. If they're villains, they're right. like they're saying they denounce truth and love. But then, if they're villains, then and they see truth and love as evil, doesn't that mean it's good to them because it's evil? Because they appreciate evil like why is truth and love it doesn't make that never made any sense to me because it's the opposite to them because they're evil that's their so to them they're the good guys i don't know and that's their consideration of evil i don't know is it and it's it's also kind of fucked up to be honest that (laughs) there's this i'll bleep that but to that there's this like kids cartoon show that it's like truth and love is evil It's not like Pokemon already had enough <laughs> of a problem with the Christian community in the 90s. <laughs> if they uh, found out about that Team Rocket poem, they'd really have a field day. <laughs> so let's hear what Wikipedia has to say about the lyrics. Uh, the song begins by posing a rhetorical question. Is it right that old times be forgotten? The answer is generally interpreted as a call to remembering longstanding friendships. Thompson's Select Songs of Scotland was published in 1799, in which the second verse about greeting and toasting was moved to its present position at the end. Most common use of the song involves only the first verse and the chorus. The last lines of both these are often sung with the extra words, for the sake of, or and days of, rather than burn simpler lines. This allows one note for each word, rather than the slight melisma required to fit Burns' original words to the melody. And then it gives... Melisma? What does that mean? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> what is... Hold on. It's clickable. It is. You don't have Melisma. to click it. I can type it on my computer. Song, air, melody from Milos, uh, Greek. Song... Wait. Is the singing of a single syllable of text while moving between several different notes in succession. Oh, wow. Okay. So in-depth music-y stuff. Nice. Um, And then Wikipedia gives you Burns' original Scots version, the English translation, the Scots pronunciation guide, and the IPA pronunciation guide. Ooh, an IPA. A nice IPA. (laughs) A nice fruity IPA for everyone. What is the... What are the the Reliant K lyrics? It's... uh, Oh, do they dear. do they change anything or do they leave anything out like they do in some of the other Christmas no, songs? No, it's just may old acquaintance be forgotten, never brought to mind. May old acquaintance be forgotten, days of old lang syne. To old lang syne, my dear, to old lang syne. No, to old lang syne. Yeah, there, there's nothing 
I'm not worried about all the. <laughs> there's a lot there. There's a I'm lot not worried there. about all the differences of the song, especially because what we're going to end on is other bands in the Reliant K like general sphere who have also done this song, because there are so many people who have done it. So unless you have, do you have more to talk about with this song in general? Just one interesting thing that's also on here is that songwriter George M. Cohen uh, quotes the first line of the old Lang Syne melody in the second to last line of the chorus of You're a Grand Old Flag. Okay. <laughs> it's like sampling before sampling. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I just thought that was interesting. It is. It's weird. Um, well, as I said, Relying K is not the only band that we've heard of that have covered this song. That's right. Um, and there are thousands of people who have covered it. Just in general, there's, um, oh boy, <laughs> the, <laughs> the Platters, uh, Kenny G, Heck yeah. Mariah Carey, uh, James Taylor, Glenn Miller, Jimi Hendrix, <laughs> um, it's a Mannheim, popular ballad. Mannheim Steamroller, so oh, he- there's a heavy metal version. <laughs> uh, Lots and lots of groups. Jars of Clay, apparently. We can check that out, maybe, since they also relate to <laughs> Christian. Um, yeah, but there's a couple of versions that I wanted to bring up. You didn't talk about, or you didn't mention in those, the best Old Lang Syne, which is the same Old Lang Syne by Dan Fogelberg. Oh, that's right. Yeah. They, boy, they make it a whole song <laughs> so good i love a good story song right dan fogelberg same old lang syne runs so into good. an old girlfriend at a grocery store that's right and she's like you forgot cranberries too <laughs> no that's a different that's a different song entirely no they run into each other and then they buy some beer and they drink it in the car in the parking lot and then they yeah they drive off with the beers in hand i don't know this is what people did in the 70s right they have a good they she drops her stuff all over the floor and they have a good laugh about it is that what happens in that song yeah they're in the 70s in these story songs they're always having a good laugh about something something yeah. not really funny happens and the songwriters like and we had a great laugh about that well that's my favorite part and that's why i referenced it in the waitress's <laughs> christmas wrapping yeah that sh- that the guy she- the- she's like pining over for the whole song she runs into him at the grocery store at the end and they both know that they forgot cranberries for the day <laughs> and they both laugh and laugh because they both forgot cranberries and like these are two people on the edge of a psychotic breakdown if they think <laughs> that forgetting cranberries is so funny it's also not the base a good basis for a relationship one band i didn't i kind of forgot that had covered this is mxpx MXPX has done a cover of Old Lang Syne, and we've talked about it in the Four Pods of Christmas, but whereas Reliant K took essentially their Christmas EP and stretched it out into a full-length album, MXPX did the opposite, and they took a bunch of their Christmas songs off of streaming recently, and this Old Lang Syne cover was one of them. They only Mm -hmm. left like four Christmas songs that apparently they really liked, but this cover of Old Lang Syne... So at first when I saw this, I was like... Did someone just mislabel the Reliant K cover or the Me First and the Gimme Gimme covers, which I also knew existed? Yeah. But I had just forgotten that this version existed. So here's uh, MXPX because we don't get to play a lot of MXPX here on uh, Sadie Hawkins Pod. Here we go. Lang Syne 
He's singing Don't Forget the Ones You Love in Days of Old Anxiety. I don't think Reliant K sings those lyrics in their version. Yeah, I know. Yeah. They just keep the simple, like the most simple lyrics in the Reliant K Beach Boys version. Yeah. Well, and re- again, Reliant K is just referencing whatever Beach Boys reference. That was great, though. That was an awesome rocking cover. Yeah. I like that a lot. Also, it's so funny. That might I- be my favorite MXBX song. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was Kings of Hollywood. Oh, yeah. That one, too. It's <laughs> a good one. <laughs> It's funny because then Me First and the Gimme Gimme's have their version. I'll play that next. But when you listen to the MXPX version, this is such a no-effects guitar at the beginning. Like, listen to this. Not this. Like, that sounds like something right off of, like, uh, not Enema of the State. What's it called? <laughs> Take I don't two know, placebos but you said and... no-effects? Yeah. Like, people say Knott's Berry Farm? No FX? No FX? Berry Farm? Berry Farm? You put an emphasis on the berry, whereas we're, I usually am like, no FX or Knott's Berry. I like you said, I put an F, I put an accent on the berry. Yes. No, Californians. Yes. Yeah, Californians put, when they say Knott's Berry Farm, they say Knott's Berry. They put an emphasis on the berry. And whereas we saw, we were like, Knott's Berry Farm. Knott's, Knott's Berry Farm. And I don't know if it's because we're from the East Coast and that's like an East Coast thing where you put, you smash all the words together. Right. Or what what it is. And so you said no FX. Like, right. you, you put an emphasis on the Well, that, that debate also exists with MXPX because I think most people oh. say MXPX, put the emphasis on the M. But I think even Mike Herrera will usually say MXPX. MXPX, MXPX. So maybe MXPX. it's like a West Coast, East Coast maybe. thing. Yeah. I think in an MXPX album, in Teenage Politics, you hear Mike Herrera say MXPX. Huh. So no FX. No FX. <laughs> no FX. So here's the Me First and the Gimme Gimme's version, which sounds less like no FX, even though it's got Fat Mike in the band. Should all acquaintance be forgotten? So, I used to be a big Me First and the Gimme Gimme's fan back in the day. Yes, you were. I remember yeah. that. Yeah. Um, well, here's... I was like, who's who's done a ska version? There must be a ska oh. version. And what other band than Real Big Fish? Of course. On their Happy Scala Days album. Nice. Oh, oh so I like sad. that intro. That is cool. But they stretched out to three minutes. I'm oh, going to wow. skip ahead a little bit. Jessica's skanking. I am. I'm skanking around the kitchen. 
pick up your holiday, your new year with nice. the ska version of Old Lang Syne. Nice. I guess it's just an instrumental. Oh, there they are. Okay. <laughs> Two minutes in, they start singing. Nice. And then, uh, yeah, I guess that's... Man, everybody's got a version of Old Lang Syne. That's crazy. It is crazy. Then, then uh, speaking, sticking with Ska, Less Than Jake has a song that I like called The New Old Lang Syne. Oh. It's a completely original song. Oh. In general. Uh, is there a sax breakdown at the very end where they actually do the Old Lang Syne? <laughs> sort of. We, I'll show you. I'll just skip to towards the end of the song. It's a very good song. Go check it out. It's called The New Old Lang Syne. Sorry about that. I don't I don't know how to do this. Mac experts, write into me, please. Tell me how to fix this. So my phone is on silent. My watch is on silent. But because I'm rec- we use my laptop to record right. and we're recording directly into the laptop, I have my headphones plugged into the mic and the the uh, the audio on and so it rings it from my laptop. So much. And it happens like all the time. <laughs> Well, here's the end. Of... I guess I just put, should just put my phone in airplane mode. Our New Year's resolution is to figure out how to not make the phone ring in Jessica's face. Yeah. When we're recording our podcast. And it picks up on the microphone because it's so loud right. in my headphones. Well, let's let old things like that be forgot <laughs> and listen to just the end portion of this Less Than Jake original song. See, then they come into yeah, yeah. some sort of old recording of the song. And then they launch right into the next song. That's Less Than Jake. Let's do a Less Than Jake podcast next. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know much about them. I know that they're from Gainesville. Oh, that's right. That's right. I went to Gainesville, not for Less Than Jake, but for something else. <laughs> for the know-how, another ska band from Gainesville was called The Know How. And I met their keyboardist online because we both traded MP3s. Nice. <laughs> back in like... Back like, in the day. Back in the d- <laughs> when you didn't want to be on Napster, but you wanted to trade MP3s through like FTPs and IRCs and stuff. That sounds like some real like Grateful Dead trade and yeah. tapes <laughs> yeah. kind of thing. Pretty much. <laughs> so anyway... That is about... So this is kind of a weird episode because, like I said, it's like not a typical Reliant K song. But it's a new year and we love all of you for listening. And we may... You forget all your old acquaintance, but not forget us. (laughs) Your new acquaintance, Sadie Hawkins Pod. That's right. Give us a call at 402-95-SADIE. Send us an email at sadiehawkinspod at gmail.com. And check us out on Instagram and twitter at sadie hawkins pod 
and let us know what's your New Year's resolution. We don't do a lot of like <laughs> topics, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, well, should we just start doing in the New Year? Should we start doing like topics, like engaging topics, like we're a morning zoo crew? Oh yeah, <laughs> lots of like sound effects and stuff in there as well. I love it. And I'll start talking like this. Yeah. Twenty twenty. We just wasted sixty-four minutes of your life. Happy New Year from Sadie Hawkins Pod.